This is episode 75 of the Gamer Sushi Show. In this week's episode, we talk about Valve Steam announcements, Wii U and Wind Waker HD, EA and Apple, and then we wrap it up with Grand Theft Auto V. Welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Eddie. I'm Anthony. I'm Jeff. And I'm Mitch. And this is episode 70 Cinco. Can you believe it? 75. 75. Hey, huh? you speak Marika here. Uh. <laughs> how, how, did, how did we ever... How did we ever... All kinds of different... Yeah, how did we get to 75 episodes is what I want to know. It's taken a long time. When did how we start doing take- the podcast? Uh, hey, you know what happened recently what? that we missed? What did we miss? Gamer oh, Sushi's birthday. birthday. I should post about when it. When is the Gamer Sushi birthday? It's like birthday? around August or... Late August. Or- Wait, is this the 5th? Oh, God, when did we stop? When did we not have... We don't have pages anymore. Oh, God. Oh, I turned off the plugin. I'm sorry. I can turn oh, it my back. God. There's no way to even tell. <laughs> I can turn it I can turn it back on. It was just... Gamer Sushi is timeless. It will outlive us all. <laughs> I'm just going to type in a random page number and see how far I get. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Uh... Oh, God. That's page... God. We got a lot of content, guys. Yeah, we do. Did yeah. 30 it's... pages? Yeah, it's more than that. More yeah. than that? God, that's only January 2012. That's only like last year. Hold on, I'm I'm getting it. Sorry, this is very boring to listen to for. (laughs) So the the very the very first post. How old are we? How old are we? The very first post is Gamer Sushi at PAX in 2008 on August 25th. So Gamer Sushi just passed. So this today's today's September 25th. So this is our month. uh, (laughs) Five years and one month. One month. Five years. One month. Yeah. (laughs) 61st month. Anniversary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> five fucking years. That's wild. Five, five years, it, years, but five fucking years. Yeah. yeah. Well, those, you know, that's that's how you get to five. Is you got to do that. Yeah. yeah. Five years. That's crazy. So yeah. it took us five years to get seventy-five. Us. To be fair, we didn't start the podcast till after a few years. Right. Um, We've had our breaks. I think we started the podcast in 2010, right? I this think is, so. Yeah. This is the third season of the podcast, though, right? Or is it the fourth? Uh, more seasons than we ever got of the Elite World, am I right? Oh. I think we're actually on the. I think we're in the fourth season because the the summer counted as our mid season break, right, or something. No, this is no, season, season three, part yeah. two. Season three, part two. No, no, it's a new season after E three. No, no, we're doing the AMC. We're doing the AMC method. Yeah. So, so Mitch, at this point in the podcast, you should just cut all this out and say we talked about bullshit for like five minutes. <laughs> no, no, leave it. This is all good. This is all gold. Gold, this, gold. Hey, I, I left in your fucking Dark Souls talk from two episodes ago. Oh, <laughs> Dark okay, Souls so is the best. It took it so. So we've averaged about twenty-five episodes a season, which yeah. isn't bad. Yeah. That's like yeah. old-time network TV. Yeah. Ideally, we should be knocking out probably about 35 because we usually take a few, you know, little breaks or we miss a few weeks. Like last week, we missed. We missed last week because we were all trying to play some GTA 5 so we could have something to talk about because otherwise we wouldn't have talked about anything. Right. Uh, but we're going to talk about GTA 5 in this podcast a little bit later. We're going to talk about the uh, Steam Box. We're going to talk a little bit about um, upgrading consoles, save files, and we're also going to talk about uh, the EA and Apple 
scandal, whatever it is. Scandal. I don't even know if it's a scandal. They're um, in bed with each other. Yeah. So <laughs> the naked pictures of yeah that that Apple was texting to a EA. Um, so those are our topics for tonight. Um, pretty crazy. Seventy five. This should technically be a drunk cast. But uh, the last drunk cast broke us, and uh, we may never We're recover. We're old men. Yeah. I can't ball as hard as I used to. We, no, no, it was seriously sad. Like, the first drunk cast we did, we were like, eh, yeah, you know. And but we it, played uh, Little Big Planet 2 afterwards. Yeah. That was so great. We did all right. We did all right. And then, like, the last one, we were all just like, ugh. No, do you guys remember Drunk Mass Effect? I think we did that on the second drunk cast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, there's some nights where I'm like, I can have a couple beers and I can feel good. There's some nights where, like, after one beer, I'm like, done. This is it. Like, I already feel sick. What's wrong with me? I mean, we're going out to, um, golly, five years. Um, <laughs> well, just uh, I mean, more like three years of the podcast. But I remember even three years ago, one of our first casts, we talked about um, joysticks. Me and Nick talked about going to joysticks. And then for Gamer Sushi Weekend, two, that was two years ago now, um, yeah. Yeah. we went to joysticks. And went pretty hard that weekend. Not crazy hard, but we went pretty hard. It was, but, um, it was pretty awesome. So it's crazy because we're going to Joysticks this weekend because uh, my brother, his wife, is having a baby next week. Um, and so we're taking him to Joysticks Friday as kind of like a, hey, you know, last little fun thing before, you know, you're a dad and things are crazy. Uh, although technically he's already a dad, they've got two kids. But yeah, but the the, the it's, his, kids, it's his first like newborn. Right. Yeah. yeah, but the his his uh, step kids are a couple years old though, right? Yeah. Like they're, yeah, they're they're like ten and twelve or. Oh, okay, so yeah, so that's that's different. <laughs> yeah, um, he's never he's never experienced a baby. Yeah, so we're going to joysticks, and and his reaction and my reaction are the same. We're like, because it's starting at nine o'clock, and I'm like. Oh God! Nine o'clock. I'm gonna be so tired at nine o'clock. <laughs> nine o'clock really. Oh God! Why don't they open this bar at like six? That's <laughs> <laughs> like such a, like an early bird special we could so go to. Even like three years ago, that like I remember me and Nick were going to Joysticks and talking about it on the podcast around episode one or two or something. My how things change. Womp womp. And stay the same. Still trolling. These are the days of our lives. <laughs> okay, so first topic, uh, big topic that we're going to talk about is the biggest news of the week, which would be the Steambox slash SteamOS. That, right. uh, I believe they're calling them Steam Machines. Steam, Steam Machines. Machines. Yeah. The uh, Steam Machine. Sounds. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Racist. Jordan. This uh, is not racist. This is my people. This is how we talk. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out, man. Not Tracy. I just called him Tracy Jordan. Tracy Morgan. Wasn't that same, him? I'm the Saturday Night Live skit where it was like the he was uh t- he was the janitor. Oh, I I beat I him. Know. I beat the machine. I was doing random Cuban relative of mine. Yes, yes, I know. But you sound the same. <laughs> yeah, the D machine. Yeah. yeah. It sounds a little Stop. close to E machine for me. Yeah. Um, but they, I can see why they wouldn't want to call it the Steam Box after everyone else appropriated. Yeah, you don't want to get confused with E machines. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the opposite direction they're well going. yeah i mean and steam i would have called steam, it the steam one really oh that seems to be working <laughs> well yeah if you think of it, steam box sounds a little bit like xbox like you know in, implying that that it's similar to the xbox um so steam machine is like a way to to make it sound a little bit more separate from that the the interesting thing is that like it, it's not this um single solution at all um so, so steam os is is free 
to uh, the companies that want to put it on boxes, but it's also free to, to us, to end users, yes, that's which, awesome. which is pretty cool. Um, I don't know how well, like, I'm going to be curious to see how it works, because I already have my gaming PC set up. Um, it's a Windows 7 machine. So I guess in theory, I could, um, like, partition it and do a, an install, because SteamOS is, is a Linux uh, mm-hmm. kernel. Um, but I have to want like so so I know that some of the games in my library support Linux, but I don't know what percent of them do. I don't think it's a huge amount. So that is the one thing about it. But one of the things they they called out to sort of um, make up for that is uh, if you have a, a Steam machine and uh, a gaming PC, or like even like a, a Mac. You can uh, stream games from your Mac or PC to the Steam machine. Which so is, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and it, it's kind of like I think that makes sense for people who don't have their computers hooked up to their TV already. Yeah, like well, so that's what I was thinking. Like, I really want to upgrade my. I wanted to upgrade my PC in uh, November, but now I'm wondering if like, well, maybe I should just build a Steam machine, right? And then I can stream the games that are already on here, keep this desktop, and then build a cheap Steam machine that mm-hmm. I can just put. Um, put on my entertainment center right right that way i'm not you know um well and then hopefully like if you look at the 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 graphics like they haven't released any um actual concrete information about who's working on a a steam machine or what they might look like but i i'm sure the form factor they'll lean towards is going to be this the small kind of you know it'll be maybe Mac Mini sized, or or something like that, or or like if you've ever seen a, it would be awesome if they made one that was like the size of an Apple TV or a Roku. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like their. I'm mean, sorry, I'm this is, I'm like Mr. E-commerce, you know, because that's my job. <laughs> right. But I really like their landing page and like their copy and like. Oh their, yeah, no, uh, it's really the, it's really the, gorgeous. The idea of a multiple choice answer for a console and mm-hmm. the idea that entertainment. I mean, they're sort of taking a shot at everybody else, saying entertainment's not a one-size-fits-all. We want you to be able to choose what makes sense for you. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, that's that's my thing, is that, like, sometimes it's like you don't want to pay for this that's coming in the Xbox or the PS4 or something. Right. You know, I mean, like, there's certain things, like, I don't want that. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to pay for the Kinect, or I don't want to pay for, yeah. you know. Although, yeah. spe- speaking of paying for stuff, there was one point that I read that, that was interesting. The price points that we get on consoles are possible because of the ecosystem around it. Like, they know they have the developers that are going to want to... So you can take a hit on... Right, so you can take a hit yeah. on the hardware because you know that you're going to get some money, per, like a percentage, on the software sales. Um, so that, that sort of... It sort of subsidizes the cost. So that is one downside. Um, unless you're building your own box, probably anything that's like a... a tailor-made you know like any company that's putting out their own machine that's the, and calling it a steam machine it's probably going to be more expensive than a console yeah that's true what would be interesting how crazy would it be if valve went did exclusives for steam machines oh wow yeah <laughs> you know what i mean because that's the only thing that would separate them i feel like because mm. um, otherwise it's like well why you know i mean like people are going to do their own thing why would someone choose this over a one or a PS4, and it would be to get their own exclusives. Right. Well, and, and the, they could the, do that with their own games. Yeah, and then the other so thing I saw, if if you look in the community, um, for because 
part of what they did uh, is there's going to be a beta program for the hardware where you can sign up. And to, to, to become eligible, you have to join a community. And one of the first posts that showed up was a guy just like, why do I have to play with a gamepad? I don't have a gamepad. I'm, I'm only ever going to play with a mouse and keyboard. And there's... Like, there's still this faction of PC gamers who... It's like, well, this clearly isn't for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> like, well, this, this guy doesn't... Yeah, yeah, this guy didn't understand that. But yeah, no, there's this faction of PC gamers that are that refuse to play with gamepads. This which, is for a living room. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, there are people who would set up a PC and a mouse and keyboard in their living room and... Yeah. You know? See, if I had, like, this and a PS4 in my living room, I'd be set. Yeah. I'd be set for a long time because I, I love playing games on my PC, but sometimes I, it makes me feel separated from like my family. Right. You know, like I like being in the room with them. You know, um, not that I just killing people, stealing cars, <laughs> was, a real. I was playing time. Grand Theft Auto Five the other day, and it was the mission. Not to get off on a huge Grand Theft Auto Five tangent, but it was a side mission where you're filming a young starlet just getting banged out, and you have to film it. And oh zoom in yes. On it. And like mm, Talia was bomb. in the room playing on the floor. And I just paused it, and I was like, I'm not going to play this right now. I know you can't comprehend anything going on in the screen. Just don't want that. This makes me feel dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Who who gave you that, that mission? It was one of the... Beverly? The, the Freaks and Geeks? Yeah, one of the Stranger freaks guys. Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Strangers. I'll be right back. You guys just keep talking. <laughs> I'm going to no, go my brother, this mission. To go off on a, we're on a quick tangent, my brother called me and said, hey, my kids want to know if Grand Theft Auto Five. They want it. Is it okay for them to play? Oh God, no. And I specifically re- referenced that mission. I was like, "Look, there's this mission. There's ladies getting it, and they very explicitly say that she's getting in her butt." I was like, "No, they it's cannot play end. that game." Also, Trevor. And tre- yeah, and Trevor. <laughs> like, yeah, and I was like, "There's a lot of curse words and n words. I know there's male nudity at some point. Like, no, they can't play." It. I I kind of feel like just about any M-rated game, like it's it's rare. Like, what what age kids are you talking about? Um. Freshman in high school and um, in sixth grade. Freshman, like in, uh, okay, the freshman maybe. I feel like the freshman could maybe handle Yeah, the sixth grade. Maybe, but since they're man. brothers, like, they're right. not. Yeah. They're, they'd both end up playing it, so yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I mean, like, Call of Duty is M-rated. They can play that. Halo was M-rated. Some, isn't it Halo mm-hmm. M-rated? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, you know, like, the Matrix was rated R, but, like, it had, didn't really have any blood and had, like, two cuss words in it. Right. Yeah, it was just a lot of shooting people, yeah. you know sort of in a bloodless way yeah uh, so yeah there's a lot of, there's some m-rated games that, like he's he's okay my brother said he's I'm, I'm the violence is fine you know they they're gonna be okay with that but the the sex and the other the yeah. other adult stuff he no but anyways back to what we're talking about okay steam machines i know mitch and anthony don't really care about this steam machine. Uh, team the team machine yeah um, i know you guys don't really care about this i wouldn't have cared about it except that i'm like in the market for mm, upgrading right. my PC right. and the thought of being able to like change it and do a different machine and that's just for my living room is super exciting. Um, but what like, I know you guys, it doesn't really mean much. But do you guys have any thoughts on it? Any? Um, I just, uh, just I mean, I just play PC games at my thing and I would play my console games on the TV. So, like, right now in my current setup, I don't know if it like I don't know if it's for me. Like I don't, I kind of just, you know. Yeah, and you just like got your I'm, computer like a year ago, right? Yeah, so I'm like, I'm kind of good for now. And the way I understood it, and like, please correct me if I'm wrong, because I, you know, have rudimentary knowledge of this stuff. But it sort of feels like it's sort of for this, like console gamers usually like their consoles, and PC gamers 
would mm. usually prefer to buy or build their own PC. So this sort of feels like this kind of in-between person who kind of wants a little bit of the, the best of both worlds and wants, like, sort of wants a PC but doesn't really know how to make one, so they buy this and can play it on their TV. Is that right or wrong? I don't know. I mean, I, I've got that, that kind of set up um, where, yeah, I, I mean, my, my, uh, my gaming PC is hooked up dedicated to my TV, um, and now that big picture is a little bit more stable, I, I totally use that and the controller a lot. I do I do have a, a keyboard and a mouse with um, with uh, long USB cables, so I, I can use the keyboard and mouse if I want to. But nine times out of ten, I'm basically treating my uh, gaming PC like a, a console that just has like everything in the mm-hmm. cloud, all digital. So. Now, with the big picture thing... It's like a truly like, digital console. Right, you know? yeah, exactly. Now, with just your PC now, you could play a lot of games on big picture mode, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, then, if you're if you're doing that a lot, is there a reason to get this? No, thing? for Jeff, no. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm well set yeah. up right now, so... Right. Yeah. I think Jeff was just pointing out that there are people like him that might be in the market, you know? Right. Um, I'm just trying to. Like, I just. I'm just trying to yeah. figure out who. Well, no, that's the thing. There's for. not going to be a huge demand for it. I don't right. think. Right. The way I was thinking is like this is sort of for like an in-between type gamer. Yeah. There is that person out there, but it doesn't feel like it's going to be as disruptive as maybe we thought it was. That's why I said if if they had some some exclusives, I think it could be. If, mm-hmm. if, they, if they can push, come up with like, some good price points. Yeah. Well, and part of it is that they're going to have to convince more developers to support Linux. I mean. Yeah. The interesting thing is, I feel like they're. The, once Steam rolled out on the Mac, the number of games that started getting released for the Mac definitely increased. Like I think there's a direct correlation, um, you know, because they they made all their the Valve games Mac compatible, and it's more and more common for like there to not be as much of a, a delay for Mac games for them to be uh, like compatible from day one. So it's possible that them doing this will make developers say, "Okay, sure, we'll we'll go ahead and, and build a Linux version as well." Um, I mean, I, I have to wonder how difficult it is to recompile for that, but I guess that remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the thing is that like, okay, it's it's great in theory, but if they don't get the developers to support the platform, then that actually becomes the bigger problem, you know? Yeah. Mitch, what are your thoughts on this? Steamachine. I agree with everything that was just said. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mitch. So, so you're you're pretty happy with your your current PC setup. You you don't think you'd be in the market for one of these? Yeah, I'm I'm totally fine. I mean, one of the things Valve clarified with the uh, Steam Machine. Uh, see, when I do it, it's racist. I'm gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> one of the things I clarified with I the give Steam you permission. Machine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, brother. Uh, with the release today was that it's like you Valve will just keep doing what they're doing with Steam on the PC anyways. So I'm like, this doesn't really affect me, and right, I yeah. like my setup the way it is. So I get, I guess, more power to them. I don't know. It like coming up with a Linux-based OS just seems like another thing that Gabe does because he irrationally hates Windows. Well, he probably has a reason, but it just seems like part of his like anti Windows well, campaign. But, uh, so, so it, it it sounded like from from what they were talking about yeah, is he that does hate Windows. He does hate he, he does hate Windows, but passion um, of a thousand suns. <laughs> but they probably wanted to build their own OS from the ground up, and and so it makes sense to work with a Linux. Because I know it, I know it helps performance. You know, yeah, to have an yeah. OS just totally dedicated. Well, yeah, they they wanted to fine tune it so that it was designed for gaming. I mean, because that that's the the thing. With Windows, 
you're you're running a bunch of other stuff that doesn't have anything to do with gaming. And and so like that's part of the argument is that they can build it, they can pare it down, make it so that there's no extra stuff, there's no you know no functionalities getting in the way of what you really needed to do it would just play games on a uh, on a tv um so i mean it, it makes sense from that standpoint but yeah i i think he probably always kind of disliked windows and then windows 8 was just like the nail in the coffin for them yeah okay so i'm going to transition to a different topic here a little bit because i think we've talked about that one um quite a bit the um it's it what <laughs> about the team machine um, me and my friends in college used to do like yes. a little, an accent like that, but we would talk about peaches and we would say we were peach farmers mm-hmm. so that when you did it with that accent, you know, you're like, we like to farm the peaches, the peaches. <laughs> yes. So the peaches are very ripe this year. <laughs> See, so do I just roll it. I just go. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I love to bind the peaches. <laughs> uh, so pump and so uh, pumping around. I like to. I pull the peaches right out of the tree. And I fondle said peaches. And you, you fuck with me. I throw that peach at you. <laughs> so anyway, sorry. <laughs> Did so you also sing the uh, presence of the United States song in that accent? Millions of peaches. Millions, millions of peaches. peaches for me. <laughs> um, so what's interesting to me is that this is like a. Um, it's a step for PC games towards. I, I guess I mentioned it earlier, like a truly like digital console, um, and it, it reminded me of a story that I saw this week, and that we were talking about right before the podcast started, about that apparently um, players who kind of go into any of the cross-gen kind of upgrade schemes that the Xbox One and PS4 are going to have, like whether you're upgrading. Uh, to a digital version so you can play it on your PS4 from the PS3 or if you're actually trading in because like Amazon a few other retailers are doing a thing where you trade in the last gen version and can get a new gen version for like $10 more right? Uh, with the trade in um, that you're not going to be able to play those games you'll have to be start the single player games over from the beginning because there's no way to transfer save files which is just nonsensical which is baffling to me like yeah. it's it's just one of those things that shows like and i'm not this isn't me arguing that we need to be there with consoles because i i don't that's not really the discussion but how is that not possible <laughs> like it makes no sense to me that you just can't transfer a save file i mean save files it's, it's probably like a an xml file that yeah, you know, with like a wrapper that makes it so that the and and it, it it's ridiculous. Like that's that seems like well, yeah, it's in the same thing they're having to do with the new like they said the new Dragon Age game is they can't import the new save yeah. files and your choices, so they have to. So yeah, clearly it's just something no one can figure out. I don't know why, but it's it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, know, like all this like great technology just... we have, and this is beyond us. Okay. Well, and like I played Dragon Age on my 360, and so yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm not gonna be able. To, even mm, if I did, right. I wouldn't be able to transfer any kind of save stuff. But yeah. um, it's just it, I don't understand. Like it, 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 I'm like no one. Someone tell me why, please, <laughs> because I don't get it. You know, like if I were to get, if they were to do some kind of, you know, thing for Grand Theft Auto Five, like I would just have to play the game over again. It's crazy to me. Yeah, you you can save these things on the cloud. Like we have the technology, right? Yeah, I thought the point of the cloud was that it was supposed to be, you know, th- this is good forever now. You know? Yeah. Like, 
doesn't it defeat the purpose of the cloud if they aren't <sighs> like, like why are we uploading all that shit to the cloud now if they're not gonna <clears throat> keep using it you know yeah it's kind of like how i'm wondering what happens to all the digital games that i have because of psn plus they're all ps3 games and some of them well, are I like know xbox live arcade titles aren't going to transfer which is weird to yeah. me. Conce- conceivably you could use gaikai on the ps4 yeah and so what I, yeah what i'm hoping is that what'll happen is once gaikai is available they'll say all those ps3 games you bought digitally are now available on your gaikai account that would be ideal you know like that especially since the psn plus membership is transferring over to the new system mm-hmm. you know these kinds of things would only make sense. I mean, we're not crazy for wanting uh, backwards compatibility type stuff like this or, or continuity between systems. These, these are things that computers have been able to do for years. <laughs> yeah, and it's not for me so much that... Yeah, yeah, For I think the backwards compatibility thing isn't one of those things where people are like, ugh, I just want to be able to pop in. It's more about, like, what happened to the thing that I already bought Right. that I can only exist... Like, I can right. only... Paid, paid money for it. Way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's not that I'm likely to go back and play all those things again. It's that I I I would like to actually own them in some form. <laughs> you know, like these kinds of things make it just all the more clear that anything you buy digitally, you don't necessarily own. That's another reason I'm going to hold on to my PS3 for probably quite a while. Uh, it's just in case you know that because with the Gaikai thing, I get the feeling they said you know it'll be. When it first comes out, it'll be like select PS3 games. So I imagine they're probably going to give you the heavy hitters first, yeah. you know, the popular stuff, and then work their way to the other things. And that's um, so dumb. Like, I'm not saying it's dumb that you're keeping your PS3. I think it's dumb that you have to. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's right. so dumb that yeah. that's the way it works. Like, well, I'm keeping so it for a number stupid. of reasons, but that's one of them, yeah. too. Is, yeah. I just, yeah, I, you know, like, the the Wii is going to another place, <laughs> and I've got a spare play, and I'm like, oh, I'll just... You know, what, what's the, the bet that Sony leads with Killzone two and three for backwards compatibility? <laughs> hey guys, guess what's backwards no, it'll, compatible? It'll, it'll, it'll be like, Uncharted, like yeah. two and Infamous and Ratchet and Clank and probably something else. There was um there was another thing I saw this week where um let's see who was it that said it? It was um the SCE SCE worldwide boss uh, Yoshida was saying that he would love. The, the, the ultimate goal would be to deliver PlayStation, the PlayStation service to all devices. So, right. so PCs, iPads, TVs, Blu-ray, or smartphones, right. tablets. Yeah. And like, and that that's what their ultimate goal is. And I read that and I'm like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite of Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Nintendo's like, what's the internet? <laughs> um, sorry. Sorry, Patrick. Aww. My friend Patrick said that we bash Nintendo too much. No, he Listen, didn't I, I have he a good thing to say about Nintendo. Wait, before you do, it ruined the vibe. They bring it on themselves. <laughs> he, said that, we, he said that he would come on the cast to speak well of Nintendo. I have a good thing to say about Nintendo. We say nice things about the 3DS, go Mitch. <laughs> the Wii U is actually pretty cool. I'm I've sure heard it is. That. I've heard yeah. it's cool, but no. I'm sure once you've it. paid the $350 or $300 and it's in your actual, actually in your room, living room, I'm sure it's cool. Well, but see, I'm, I mean, there's too many barriers to get it there. Mitch, you Man, tweeted something Waker about HD the. Um, looks really good. Well, yeah, and you tweeted something about just the off-screen, being able to like take your game somewhere else, um, like off this TV is actually pretty cool, and that's what I want from this when we're talking about, um, you know, we're talking about Sony, like a 
that service being on all devices. Like mm. that's what I want, and I would just pay. I'd pay money to be able to do it on my my iPad or my iPhone right. or your Vita. <laughs> See this thing? I don't want. Uh, I don't. Want you don't. You don't Vita. want a Vita. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the ability to sling from the Wii U to the gamepad is pretty cool because the gamepad actually runs it at a pretty decent resolution too. So. Like, I was playing Grand Theft Auto Five last night, and my girlfriend was just playing Wind Waker HD on the gamepad, so... That's awesome. Yeah, it's actually pretty sweet. When more games come out, I'll have even better things to say about it. You know, next year. Right. <laughs> or whenever Mario 3DS Worlds comes out. Okay, so what do you think of Wind Waker HD? I actually like it quite a bit. Uh, it looks way better than it looked in that comparison video that was going around a week or two ago. Because I know Anthony and I were kind of trashing on it, saying it looked kind of like... What, what were the words? Like dull and colorless and it stuff. Looks, but it, it, it looks, looks like washed out, yeah. Yeah, washed out, but it looks completely different when you're actually seeing it on the TV screen. Like in motion mm-hmm. and stuff. Like in motion, yeah. I don't know what happened. Like, And also, like YouTube videos are just horribly compressed, so you lose a lot of that stuff that you get. Because, I mean, that game, that game was like art. I still yeah, think like that version. game was gorgeous. I may throw it in sometime, just like yeah. it's part of the conversation. It's lost <laughs> a little bit of that painterly quality that it used to have. Because it. Right, right now it's like full like 3D renders and stuff, and it was like really cell shaded in the past, so it lost a little bit of that quality. But it's still charming and gorgeous and all that sort of stuff. They also made a lot of new improvements to the game. They gave you a fast sail, so you can sail 50% faster, which is nice. And they also changed the Triforce hunting quest at the back half of the game. You can actually find pieces of the Triforce earlier and stuff like that. Just like little concessions to gameplay that make it a lot better than the original. I'm actually all yeah. for I'm all for that kind of stuff. I kind of feel like. The they thing, didn't just uh, they didn't just up-res it yeah. and resell it like they actually like restored it. I found the most yeah. common the most common reaction I have to older games is that the gameplay isn't as good because they made bad design choices. You know what I mean? Wind, Wind Waker I think is actually like the best designed Zelda game in terms of combat. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, the combat is great in that game. Yeah, it's better than Twilight Princess. It's way better than Skyward Sword because you can actually like do stuff with the press of a button. Brown. Yeah, by pressing a button. That um, the only thing I have is of all the Zeldas, like the old, the 3D Zeldas. That's probably the one that least needed an HD remake, but it's also the one that probably would have gotten people most excited because they already did a Ocarina of Time one, you know, for the yeah. 3DS. And Majora's Mask is kind of like the dark horse of the series. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the they could, they actually consider <laughs> yeah they actually considered doing Twilight Princess or Skyward Sword for the Wii U before they did they settled on Wind Waker. I mean, Majora's Mask, I don't know where those fans hide, but it's like one of those things where whenever you stumble across Majora's Mask lovers, they like love that game. You know I that really I love that them, game. Right? I wrote that whole article about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I loved it. I played it. I finished it. It was it was great. But For a I, lot of people, it's like their game. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah, I know. And I'm, I, I love it's the like game. It's like their Final Fantasy VII or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, yeah, that I don't. I mean, I'm, I, I, I can get it, but I just, I'm not one of those people. For me, I'll, I'll go to the death Jonas mask. I'll go to the death about a uh, link to the past. Link's uncle. <laughs> nice. Okay, so moving well, on, because so we just talked about um, Steam boxes. We talked about uh, Wii U. Wii U. Hey, we got some Nintendo love in there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one of our other stories that we want to talk about was this Apple EA. Uh, controversy. I don't know anything about it. I haven't looked at this link. I've just heard sort of about it. So, Jeff, why don't you describe what is happening? <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> you seem like you know stuff. Uh, well, so I actually haven't even... I just only glanced at an article about it, but I think it's funny that there's even a controversy because console exclusives are, like, the way it works. 
And they pay for it. Yes. So why you would it? We should probably it. explain what it is. Uh, it's it's for... related to, to uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2. There's a rumor that um, Apple has paid EA uh, for an exclusivity, exclusivity window uh, for, for iOS. Um, now, both EA and uh, Apple have denied this, which is... Weird, know. because everybody else does it. Yeah. Like the fact they're even denying something that's fairly common is just strange. Um, I mean, everyone it's, does it's that. It's commonplace. Yeah. People celebrated at E3. They're like, this Call of Duty DLC will be available on Xbox 360 first. Oh, ah! to get Yeah, and then they, like, they take out their dick, slam it on the, the stage, and be like, yes, <laughs> worship us. <laughs> and then people are like, eh, we don't care. So why is why are they running from this? It's like... It's normal. Yeah. Okay. So what is it? So so apparently, uh, Giant Bomb has a quote from EA labels head Frank Jabot saying, uh, telling employees at a closed meeting that Apple gave us a truckload of money to delay the Android version, which is a fun way to, to phrase it. Truckload of money. Um, and yeah, to delay instead of just you know, you know, oh, a period of exclusivity. Saying I think that's the wording is delay it made it sound more sinister. Yeah. Than probably they wanted it to be. Yeah. So this TechCrunch article is making a, a really good point, and, and that I've I've seen like commonly all over the place. Nobody has to pay Apple, or Apple doesn't have to pay developers for exclusivity because they do it anyway. And part of the reason they do it anyway is because um, there's only one platform to develop for. There's iOS. Uh, if you try and develop for Android, you don't know what device you're going to be on and you don't know what version of android they're going to have so you have to to anything you're building has to be able to support a lot of different versions of android and a lot of different devices um and so my, so what you're saying are is iphones are far superior devices to androids what i'm saying is that it's it's <laughs> it's easier and more clear-cut to, to develop for iphones and ipads and ios you have one yeah yeah and and the other thing that that uh i've heard is that People who buy iPhones and iPads are more likely to actually pay for apps. People yeah. who get Android phones, a lot of the times they didn't get the Android phone because it was the one. Like there's there's two factions of people that have Android phones. There are people who got it because that was what they could get on their contract or for free, and there's people who are evangelical about Android. <laughs> um, and, and I found most people who care greatly about what kind of phone other people have are android users who right. feel like the like apple is some sort of monstrosity and right. android is the greatest thing ever i found most apple users don't give a fuck what anyone else has because they're just happy with their phone yeah well and, and apparently like it's much more common for people on android to just not pay for apps like hmm. I, I don't know if it's that piracy is more common or what but that's what i've heard yeah is, Piracy is really bad. But I mean, it's, it's also my, just... my cousin has he plays Mario like Nintendo games all the time because of emulators and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you think about it, the difference between the person who buys an iPhone and then has a two-year contract and spends all that money versus the person who maybe gets an Android phone for free, um, the person who actually bought the iPhone probably has more disposable income, you know, just in general, so that they they're probably yeah. more likely to be willing to pay for apps. And um, to speak to your initial point about how they'll develop for iOS first, 
um, that's when people ask me like, why do you like the iPhone? I'm like, because everything comes out for the iPhone. Like right. maybe some stuff might not come out for the Android. You know, most of the major stuff will. But everything but comes. Everything comes out yeah. for the iPhone. It always comes out there first. So, then that's one of the things that this is like we built it for that first because why um giant install base i mean how many did they sell of the the new phones like nine million nine million of the the, the, i'm pretty sure it was like nine million of the 5c and 5s yeah metric yeah ton yeah Yeah, like a lot and so they've sold like what 200 million so far like total of all the phones i guess or something like that or 200 million ios 7 updates or something so yeah giant install base of course they're going to go there first and there's going to be a delay until the next. I just, th- I, I just kind of feel like the only reason this is a scandal is because Apple was involved. Like for for whatever reason, people want Apple to fail, or like there are so many stories that talk about how, oh look, Apple isn't in- innovating enough anymore. They're on the downturn, or their stock went down. Yeah, or somebody like, like three pennies. Somebody's yeah. going to come out with the, the the iPhone killer, and it's it's a really weird like disconnect from how the company is actually doing. Like the way people talk about Apple is is completely like like it's Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like it's like the the celebrity Sorry. things. Like Sorry. Jennifer Aniston is pregnant. No, Jennifer Aniston is pregnant. Eventually, they're going to be right, and then they'll be like, "I told you." Yeah. You've been saying that for six years, though, that Apple was going to go under. Yeah, but the last one that I did last month is the right one now. It's just bullshit. Like, but yeah, no. It's, so it's to... it's it's funny that it's even a scandal because seriously, it, like even if this did happen. Despite the fact that they're denying it, like why would it even matter? <laughs> you know, is I think it's just people with Android phones being angry about it. I guess. Tell me who to be angry at. Tell me who to yell at, and I will start a petition. Change.org. Okay. Speaking of petitions, um, I guess we could translate, translate. Whoa, Trans- transition. Transition. Into uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. Yes. Yeah. Bounce, chicka, bounce, chicka, bounce. So me, Mitch, and Anthony are pretty much in the same exact spot on Grand Theft Auto V. Jeff is at his own spot, which is nowhere. <laughs> uh, I, I did I did buy it, but it doesn't arrive until tomorrow. So I, I was, don't want to hear your excuses. I was holding. I'm, I'm I was going to hold- spoil it for you. I was holding a off on a few hundred hookers die. Okay. I mean, okay. To be fair, I was holding off on it because I hated Grand Theft Auto IV. Yes. Almost immediately. <laughs> that, that's that's incredibly fair that's and a reasonable stance to take. And let me tell you, this is a lot better. Yeah. Okay, Anthony, you start. Like, okay. like just in terms of like what is oh, different. Like in, instead of like really digging into like the details, like but but what is different and what feels so different? Like because to me, the game feels different than Grand Theft Auto Four even. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, what were you gonna say, Mitch? I was saying just for the listeners, so they know where we played to. We played pa- just past the first heist, so probably like three, four hours into the game, I'd say. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, first off, it just the feel is better. Like the characters move better. It doesn't feel as awkward. The driving is vastly improved. Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> so much so. Like it's ridiculous. First, the first time I drove a car in GTA Four, I immediately went. Oh no! Like you just like I made a mistake buying this game. It's like how I felt. Well, um, when the first time I drove in GTA 4, I kept thinking like, or I thought like, well, maybe I just need to get a better car. That's what I thought. And too. then I kept stealing better cars, and it didn't get better. No, it did not help. In this game, the minute I got into a car, it was like, oh yeah, this this feels right. The um, the aiming is better. It feels more like a 
like a normal third person uh, shooter. The what what I really like is they've somehow managed to this three character switching thing. They've solved the problem of the the the, the paradox of like, well, we've got this protagonist and he's like this, but but then you can go around and kill and murder people. Yeah, and you and you can do that with anybody, but like somehow it wor- like rampages. They remember the, the old rampage missions they would have in like GTA Vice City and San Andreas, whatever. They took those out of GTA 4 because it didn't make sense for Nico to kill people indiscriminately. Uh, you know, sanctioned by the game, you could do it yourself. Yeah. But in this one, there are rampages, but only Trevor, the psychopath, gets those missions, which makes perfect sense. And I've done a lot of them. Well, and then also, like, you, uh, oh my gosh, the first rampage of his, um, when they call him a creepy old man, and then yeah. he, you're, like, mowing people down with a machine gun, and he yells, am I creepy now? <laughs> he's hilarious. He's, de- like, he's delightful. I well, really like him. I'm going to be honest, he made me extremely uncomfortable the first mission I played with him, but after that, I, I warmed up a little bit. I still get a little uneasy during his scenes. Like, I know you're supposed to feel like that. And the mm-hmm. his 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 introduction is great. And I thought it was a little bit too much. I don't know if you know. And but this I is going to be a slight spoiler for some Grand Theft Auto deal for DLC people. So slight spoiler if you care that much. You shouldn't. It's been five years. Um, the guy he kills at the, in his introduction, the biker. That was the protagonist of yeah. the Lost in the Dam DLC. Yeah, Jeff, that's this guy's introduction. Is he just he straight kills up kills the main GTA character of <laughs> one of the GTA 4s? DLCs. I was sitting here like, what the fuck? Like, like violently then, like, kills him. He's one of those characters, like, like when you're you know, him a in cunt. a book or in a movie, <laughs> where when somebody you like is near him, or even anybody really, you're scared to death of that he's going to do something. He's, like, like, he's just like a force of nature, which I was what I like about him. You know, yeah. he's like just this uncontrollable force like of joker. nature. Like, yeah, you never know what's going to set him off. And he's like kind of well, he's very perverted, but he sounds like he swings both ways, <laughs> and like he's just really dirty towards everybody. And there's like these um, the strangers and the, like those little side missions you come across. This like couple wanted me to drive them back to their hotel because they were too drunk, and you have the option with him. And you can do this with like several other of these types of missions, um, these random encounters. You have the option to just drive them up the mountain to this cult and sell these people to a cult. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> I totally did that. It took me I, like ten times as long as it would have been yeah, to drive them was, to like, their hotel. So far away from everything else that I wanted to be at, that I was really annoyed with myself for doing it. Yeah, well, that's so cool. like, oh, what's, what's so great though is when you're like stuck out in like Bufu, you can just switch to a new character. Right, yeah, you could switch to. This was before it would let you switch back, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was still, st- but, only, but once I actually made the decision to drive back, it only took like three minutes of actual driving. Okay, so back to what makes it better than GTA Four. Right, right. Sorry, um, it just like I said, it just it feels better. Um, the missions seem smarter. There's mission checkpoints. The missions are so much smarter. Like yeah, they like really beyond are. the checkpoints, but just like what you're doing and when you're doing it makes a lot more sense and. There are a lot more. Uh, they make a lot more sense just in like the context of the game. Like having three protagonists gives you different kinds of missions that make sense for each character yes. uh, to start the game off. Whereas, and no, none of like kind of like the piddly shit. You know what I mean? To get to the big stuff, like you start off with what makes sense for everybody where they're at, and then the first heist, like the heist thing, and the whole map is unlocked from the beginning. Yes, like from the first start, you could just steal a car if you want and just drive all over the place. You know. Yeah, we I mean, talk about heist in a minute, but the heist system is 
is the first time I did it, I was like, oh yes, 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 yes. It's yes, masterful. Yes, yes. Like it's just like it, it. It was one of those things where when I did it, I was like, this is exactly what this game needs. You this know what is I mean? what like, payday should have been if we weren't a shitty horde shooter. <laughs> when I was doing the heist, I was sitting there like, I can't wait to do this with my friends. Like, yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, the heist thing is just such a, a breath ask, of fresh air. Before we get too into depth, I want to ask a question to you guys. Do you like? I changed the aiming to free aim because the the default aiming is too easy. Like you, whenever you, I actually like, like that it's super easy because like then I can just like easy. flick between yeah. three or four guys and I just down. it just it felt too easy to me that I was like I oh I, by the way Eddie you can change the controls so that shooting is mapped to R one and L one oh, instead thank of God. yeah you can do I that the, the, it the feels like L2. you're pressing marshmallows to shoot yeah, people I, hate I don't want R two buttons on the PS three I hate them. Um, and they feel weird to me, and I also I accidentally drive by people all the time when I'm trying to change my radio station. <laughs> because Jeff, like to change your radio station, you push L1. Yeah. Right, you, no, 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 you don't push L1. Sorry, that's that's like L1 feels normal to me for some reason. Like I want to change my radio, and my hands are up here. You know what I mean? My fingers are up here driving, so it would make sense that if I wanted to quick. You know, you can also use the D-pad to change your radio station. You know that, right? No, no, that is the way you change it. That, that's oh. how you do it. I know. That's saying, what I keep saying. He, dry, he I shoots keep people by accident. Because I keep oh, thinking it's L1. Okay. And so I'll do it. Used to be. And then I'll just drive by shoot people. Okay, because yeah. everyone was like complaining about this problem. I'm like, dude, you just press on the D-pad. But I didn't know. Like, no, L1 and R1 is what, how you used to change the radio station. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I played so GTA 4 on the Xbox. Yeah. So, so That's another thing, too. The music is better in this game. I'm not a huge fan of the music. Yeah, I don't really like the selection. I made the decision to just let the radio play whatever you know is on, and I'm just like, I'm I'm not hating this. Like in GTA 4, I was constantly like, this sucks, change it. This sucks, change it. But I'm like, I can dig this now. So it's it's better. It's not. It's look. It's never going to be like Vice City and San Andreas because those were time period Saints Row 4 things. Yeah. But um, yeah, and Saints Row 4 has a pretty awesome soundtrack. It does, and the best parts of that soundtrack though are like old, the old songs that we know already. Well, yeah. in a minute, I want to talk about Saints Row 4 in just a second, kind of some thoughts about like kind of the comparison but um one other quick complaint that i have about the game it's funny that like all the complaints i have about the game are really kind of superficial surface layer things yes i have one in a minute yeah you know but the text is irritably small not only that you're driving super fast people are shooting at you and they're like press r2 to go and it's like when i'm like and i can't want to know they're fucking murdering me please tell me what to do now yeah, Jeff, Why are text, you so calm? The text hints are in like the top left corner of your screen, and they're tiny. Huh. And like when people text you, and I'm like, you have all this space. Right. Like why? Like just a big like I really I honestly can't read half of them. That's, and I feel like me such off. an old like, man. I'll immediately just pause it and go into the the dialogue the yeah. where it tells you what it says just to read it at my leisure. Yeah, I can't I can't read it. And I, like they should tell you before you start getting into the action instead they tell you why you're in the middle of it yeah it's like this is not helpful yeah and then i I really wish that they had taken like kind of jump over to saints row 4 just for a second like i wish they had just straight up like stolen the way saints row does driving directions yeah this game is it would be nice to see it on the actual in the world well in the game is so gorgeous yeah i feel like i'm staring at the minimap when i drive and i want to look at the world Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I said I think so I've, I've said this like as soon as I played Saints Row Three, I was like, oh, this yes. is how it's you know, and this I have to do it. I have a feeling that the reason they didn't do that is for ver- verisimilitude, like yeah. 
Sancho yeah. 3 is willing to do it because it's more cartoony, but Grand Theft Auto, they want to keep They've eliminated more. a lot of the HUD in this yeah. game. Yeah, they really have. I, I can see, but man, I, I hate that I have to stare at that mini-map because the game is... I mean, San, like, the world of San Andreas is beautiful and like Los yeah. Santos. Like, it's, it's so they amazing. It's breathtaking. the mini-map a lot yeah. as to what it used to be, but still, I would rather be looking at the actual uh, screen. My quick complaint, uh, I mentioned this in an email, um, is like, you're in this alternate world you know, because, like, Hollywood is called Vinewood here. Mm. But then, like, Bob Seger's Hollywood Nights comes on the radio, and it's like, this is weird, because this song is Hollywood Nights, but I'm in Vinewood. Hollywood doesn't it's exist in this world. A little bit. Yeah, I was like, is this, Ludo, is this the ludonarrative dissonance I've heard so much about? <laughs> it's like, it, it's it's a minor thing, but it just made me go, oh, that's weird. But then I moved on with it, but it's... yeah. Just made me laugh. Well, the, the thing I wanted to say about Saints Row 4 is that when I was playing Saints Row 4, like, just a week or two ago, like, even though, like, Grand Theft Auto 5 was, like, really, I was starting to get really hyped and jazzed for it. Like, Saints Row 4 is so fun. Like, it's just a fun, fun game. And so I kept thinking about, like, even if Grand Theft Auto 5 has, like, this really cool world, this I can't imagine it being as fun as, like, the wanton destruction or, like, the all-powerful. And it manages to be really fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a different kind of fun. You know what I mean? Like, it, it feels... It, it strikes me the same way Red Dead Redemption did when I started playing it, that I was actually stepping into, like, this world that was going on without me, you know? And that you're just kind of jumping into it and and participating in it. Um, that Grand Theft Auto 4 never made me feel like... Like, I always felt like the focal point of that city and that that there really wasn't anything to do... And even if there was, I didn't want to do it. You know, like Grand Theft Auto, like it, it feels like a, a, a full world. And like when, I, like when I first got into Trevor's shoes and I'm driving around, and there was like a crop dusting plane just flying around, um, kind of off to the side. And then I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. And then you get in a plane later for a mission. And then you're flying around and you're landing it. And then I find out like, oh, you can buy like property. And I like all these things kept blowing my mind. I just felt like this was like a real place. You know, and like that to me, that's the real fun of it. Um, yeah, I've I've played it for I think like twelve hours at this point, and I yeah. still feel like I haven't scratched the surface. Yeah. I'm still I'm still just like I just need one long night to just really get into it. I yeah. no, I'm deep into it, but it just doesn't. It feels like there's so much more. I've played tennis in the game for like two and a half hours. <laughs> tennis, look, golf sucks. I played golf. It's I did yoga golf. today in a bit. Tennis is really fun. You want to play some tennis with me? I'll play some tennis. Yes, with you. we should. It's really fun. <laughs> I really like the tennis. Wait, can you do tennis in in uh, GTA Online? Yeah, you can do yeah. golf. Oh, that sounds awesome. Tennis, yeah. yoga, yeah. We can go watch yeah, a, we can go see a movie together, bro. <laughs> then we can we can watch Heat and then go heist. So here's the thing: yeah. like <laughs> we haven't even gotten to do this one component that I was way more excited about. You know what I mean? Like, but it will not doing, work on launch day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep doing things in the world of GTA Five that I can't wait to do with friends, and I'm having fun doing it by myself. Um, for me, like the big difference, like it just, I mean, I talked about a little bit about, I guess, kind of the playground that you have is a lot better. Um, I love the missions. Um, I love the story makes sense. Like it's not a great story. It's not trying to, it's not trying to be bigger than it is either. And I, I really like the, the interplay of the three characters. Um, but I just, I, I, the heist thing just really blew me away. Um, the first time I got to do it, I was smiling like the entire time, and I was like, "This is so cool!" Um, yeah, when I was going full speed through the on the bike yes. through the tunnels, I was just like, "This is so fun!" Like this little set piece right here is really cool. Which hacker did you get? I got Which, the most expensive one. 
Yes, yes. I, I so you had went, about a minute and a half to take jewels. Yeah, I got everything. I went cheap on like the gun because I figured we wouldn't and need that guy. Yep. And then I lost him. I yep. was I've read they said always just pick the best people because you'll make so much more money that yeah, way. I, well, I accidentally drove over the the drop take by the gunman and Franklin just picked it up, so I was able to keep his oh, take nice. even though he dropped oh, it. Oh really? Yeah. I was wondering about that. Total total mistake. Yeah. So Jeff, you basically. Before every heist starts, they bring out like a ba- it's like on a big cork board, and like I love the interface of it. And you're going between like different methods. Like you choose, do you want to go in loud or quiet? Do you, what? Do you want what kind of gunman do you want to hire? What kind of hacker do you want to hire? And you can choose between people, and they'll get better between missions. Like the more you use them, the more they experience up. Um, and then it affects your take and affects the way the job goes oh, depending nice. on who you get. Um, so it's it's very cool, and then and what's cool is that there's stock markets in the game, and you can invest in like rivals before you do a heist for something. <laughs> like, I've, I've well, one little detail. I love that when you start with Trevor, you have like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yes, yeah, cause because he's just held he's on saved. to his money. Yeah. And hasn't done anything with it and lives in like a trailer. Yeah, so I, I totally like went fifty thousand dollars and bought a bunch market. of weapons and like up, yeah. you know upgraded them as much as possible. So I'm like, finally, some money to play. And I like that they just gave you like this big thing of money with one of the characters just to sort of like get a taste of what you can do. Yeah, you know that was another fun thing they did with it. I love that you can manage property and do missions to make your property better. Yes, they they had that in one of the um what was it? I think Vice City Stories, the PSP game. They had that, so it's nice to see that come back. Um, yeah, that's that's a really cool thing. What I really like is um, I bought a bunch of stock in one of the um, I think it was like Air Emu or something like that, and then I went to the to the airport and I blew up all the rival planes that were not Air Emu. So trying to get Air Emu's stock to rise and the Did rivals to fall. Um, I don't think enough time has passed yet, um, but uh, Air Emu's was like down eleven dollars and now it's like down one. So I think it's starting. To, it's on the rise. That's awesome. Yeah, they said you can do stuff like that. Like you can, um, if you want to, was it like Burger Shot is one of the companies. Mm-hmm. If you find its rival, um, and just destroy their trucks around town or something like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. You just yeah, blew it, my mind. Yeah, there's two different stock markets in the game. There's the LCN, and the LCN is affected by what you do in the single player game. Um, so if you oh. like destroy your rival. By the way, I love instead of the Nasdaq, it's called the Ball Sack. <laughs> yeah, and the Ball <laughs> yeah, Sack. That's pretty great. The ball sack one, by the way, sorry, just name saying it left. That's that one is affected by what everybody does. Oh, that's online. so cool. So like, think if you go look at it, the stock for ammunition is like through the roof. Why? Because everybody's buying guns. So oh, that's so cool. I didn't realize it, that. And so the, it's what low, players are shopping. What it's players, what players are for shopping? Yeah, it's huh. LCN is what you do in single player. Ball sack is like the online community. That's why they cost so much more. That's why it costs so much more. Like the Los uh, Santos Customs, the car customizing thing, what through the roof. Like tons and tons of things. So once I figure out how I can affect those, then I'm going to. What's cool is I started these missions with Franklin, where this guy um, Lester, I think is his name, the guy who sets up the heist. Mm-hmm. He gives you, um, he gives Franklin's a bunch of assassination missions, and he tells you like, we're gonna kill the head of this company and this and that, blah blah blah. Maybe you should invest in his rival. Yeah, and so and that's how you can affect the stock market that way, basically by killing people. And there's like five or six missions that um, that you can do. You buy the stock beforehand, and then you make a ton of money and everything. So, it's pretty so yeah, neat. Jeff. I don't know. Does this sound fun? <laughs> <laughs> it it sounds cool, but uh, honestly, like 
part of what drove me crazy about GTA 4 was the minimap. But, it's better. It's, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I can't really describe. I mean, it, how it's it was better. the it was the drive. Well, when, you get, when you get into a car, it like turns diagonal. Yeah. It like has a diagonal orientation, so that is a little bit better than just like staring straight on at it. It doesn't bug me as much as it did in GTA Four, but and I just yeah, played Saints Row Four, and I thought it was really right. going to bug me. Yeah, um, and, well, and, and even more than a minimap, no, though it was just the way the cars handled. Yeah, if they the fix that, is fixed. So much better. Yeah, I mean, if they fix and that, you get better at driving. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Your like your driving skill levels up, and then the cars handle better. Okay, Franklin cool. has an ability. Yes. If you click the, they each one of them have a separate ability. Franklin's is if you click L three and R three, uh, time slows while he's driving. While he's driving, so then you can make these incredible maneuvers through cars. Nice. Uh, and then you click it again, and then it, it goes away. I love and it. Then, it that, doing that with him is so much fun. I keep <laughs> wishing that all the other guys had it, but... Yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, because yeah. Michael has... I smashed like, into stuff with Michael, thinking that I was about to click it. Me too. Michael's is like uh, like just Max Payne, slow down time. And Trevor's is he, he takes less damage and does more damage. Nice. So... Which is good I'm, for his personality. Like it really fit. And what's funny? I'm sorry to cut you off. One last thing. I play differently depending on who I have. When I play as Trevor, I kind of don't care if I run people over or just drive yeah, over, I'm drive the through way. the grass. And like, <laughs> like I did this thing where like um, I, I was gonna pick up a lady of the night for some companionship, <laughs> and drove a little crazy. She got mad and got out of the car and ran off. Trevor didn't like that, so we shot her. I, I pulled up to uh, a lady of the night when I was playing the other day, and then I drove off, and she was like, I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> it's like, yes, you did. I was playing as Trevor, and I was like, yeah, you sure did. I, was I started doing you, this thing with Franklin back. where I would just go up to random people, and I've got the picture saved on my phone if you want to see them. Um, I would go up to random people, punch them out, and then just take a picture of their body <laughs> as they're, like, you, knocked you know, unconscious. You can take selfies, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I took about maybe a dozen of those pictures because I just like I like the way your body's laying this makes me happy I like, always I always slug people with Michael because for some reason I feel like he's just that ragey and so like there's one yeah. oh Jeff this is cool whenever you pull out um, of the character that you're in like the the camera goes way up and right. then it finds the other character you're switching to and it just drops in on some random moment in their lives and so like Michael was at lunch with somebody and I like stood up in this nice restaurant like patio restaurant and i walked up to the first person i saw and just slugged him out and then everyone scattered <laughs> in the restaurant yeah i um i was in the strip club and uh getting a lap dance and there's this thing where like you can like press r2 to like touch the stripper if the bouncer is not looking and then if you do it enough and fill up the meter she'll like do you want to come back to my place and then like you can call her whenever you want a booty call for whatever reason but um so this, the bounce, I did it too many times. The bouncer saw me. I got touched her too many times when the bouncer was looking. So he kicked me out. So I walked right back in there, and the bouncer was like, no way you're getting back in here, buddy. So they all started chasing me. So I had to kill everybody in the strip club <laughs> <laughs> because I was offended by that. <laughs> so, but just little things like that. Like, I'm like, this, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, being a sociopath. It brings out my inner psychopath. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I, it's fun. Before. Like I wasn't, I was not expecting to like it this much. Yeah. Because I thought, I thought like, okay, I'll whatever single player. But I'm really waiting for the online. I'll probably play it, and then it just, it's really sucked me up, and it, and it did it quick, very quickly. I was surprised. Well, I, I'll, I'll have a, a verdict soon. I'll, I'm sure I'll end up playing it a bunch once I get it tomorrow. So. Yes. And GTA Online comes out on Tuesday. 
Uh, oh, it God. probably won't work for the first week or so. So the Battlefield 4 beta comes out on Tuesday. Nobody complain about anything about when that. Is, when is Arkham Origins out? It's pretty October soon. October 24th, I think. Okay, yeah, it's coming out. Some time. I, I, that game something. was totally off my radar. And then I saw a thing saying it comes out in October. I was like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> I've already right, right in the middle already. of the dead month. Yeah, I'll probably, wait and just it pick it up on, I'll probably wait and pick it up on PC or something yeah. like during Steam sale. I really want to play it, but I'll probably wait. It's going to be my Christmas present. Because so. I'm probably just going to be playing GTA. Chilling out. Yeah, yeah like, I'll probably just be playing GTA. I'm not buying any games until, until November 15th. Until the PS4 yep. comes out. I'm, yeah. I'm all GTA until then. I, I, I've really actually delve into this. I've actually been doing a good job of cleaning up my, my backlog recently. I uh, So I, I beat Dark Souls. I beat... Skyrim, which it turned out I only had like two hours. I kept telling you, you probably had shorter than you thought. I wish I had finished it back then because it was still worth money. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. Like the actual yeah. main quest is really only like 10 hours or something. Like it's not that, yeah, that long. Yeah, so it's, it was really sad. Like I, I jumped into it, I played it for two hours and I was done. I was like, all right, well, that was dumb. That's pretty much what happened to me too. Um, and then uh, I finished Dust on Elysian Tale. And I also beat Deadlight, but Deadlight's only four hours long. So, um, this is what you, you do. Did you enjoy Dust? Because I played about two hours of it, and I really liked it. But then I got distracted by other things. Dust is pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, it, I think it took me about thirteen hours total to, to finish, um, and I did a decent amount of secret hunting. Um, Dark Dark Souls took me like sixty-five hours total to finish. I played it a lot. Um, that is um, uh, quite a few hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, I'm gonna wrap the cast up. Hey, we hey we went a whole cast without talking about penises. Good job, guys. Until right then. <laughs> Penis cast. <laughs> I love that. I love that we need like a. That's like a. Good that's job. like a badge of honor. All right. That's an achievement. Hi, my name is Mitch. Hi, Mitch. It's been uh, one cast since I talked about penises. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling really good. You know, I got my life back on track. Uh, I moved back in with my girlfriend. <laughs> it's been a hard road, but I managed to. Oh shit! A hard road. Yep. Oh no! God, it's been a hard road, but I managed to wank it back together. Uh, right? Is that how we're playing this game? Is uh, that the way we do puns? God, I'm so screwed now. Is that the way we yeah, do the puns? That's how we do the puns. Trolly McTrollerton. I'm trolling. You peaches. I couldn't get through a whole cast with a little bit of troll. No, you you got to have the troll. Yeah. Okay, so that was the podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're twitter.com slash gamersushi. You should also rate and review us on iTunes with all the stars. Um, I am twitter.com slash Eddie Rebus. Twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore. Twitter.com slash unsquare. Twitter.com slash mi7ch. And Nick is twitter.com slash Nick Camardo, but he's not here because he is... Working. Loser. Fat. He's working. Whoa. <laughs> he's not. Whoa, he's actually dude. not fat. Whoa. At all. He is not. No. He is svelte. Eddie. 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 That's a hurt. That's a hurt word. I'm sorry. You're a, you're a bad person. <laughs> you offended I, all of us. I, apo- I apologize fat. for bringing up Dark Souls again, but I I, I can't help myself. You don't have to apologize. Listen, guys. Today I had some cilantro. Cilantro is amazing. It's a food truck that is Asian Mexican fusion. And sort of like the videos I watch on the internet. It, it, it looks like something.